Hi, my name's Steve. <clears throat> that was Neko Case. Uh, the podcast is called At This Moment. Everybody's talking about Andrew Tate, or I'm hearing a lot about Andrew Tate, Instagram and the internet and whatnot. And I don't, I didn't know who he was until ooh, maybe two weeks ago. One of my kids mentioned him, teenager. And I had no idea, I'd never heard his name before. And then I started seeing, uh, people defending him actually in like little 30 second snippets of his podcast I think I guess it's a podcast and he always has like 10 well they're uh, very you know he always has sunglasses on leather or a wife beater or you know uh, a kind of t-shirt that you know you only wear if you want people to know that you go to the gym but if you go to the gym people know it sort of I don't know but so you know, he looks like a he looks like somebody that it would be easy to stereotype and you know ridicule and go, oh, he's you know he's a he's a chauvinist or arrogant man or something. Um, further demonized masculinity. And, you know, like I said, I've seen a couple still photos of him and him speaking on in, in front of a mic for thirty seconds at a time, if that, and a couple of those and. And uh, I said, I guess he said some things like, you know, that men and women have roles and they're, that men and women are different in so many words. Like he had his, he has his opinion about the way men and women relate in dating and in like the world and sexual romantic relationships and kind of what motivates men and what motivates women. And I guess he's, they're all over him. He said something that somebody somewhere who doesn't know him got on the internet and was looking at stuff and heard something he said and doesn't like it and says, well, no, you can't, I can't get on the internet and have you out there saying things that I, do, I don't agree with and that give me feelings I don't like because I'm not able to regulate my own emotions and I, sh you know, I shouldn't have to see this sort of stuff. It's wrong of you. You're wrong. You're bad. You should be sanctioned somehow by the government, canceled, silenced, censored not permitted to say and express what you want because I don't, I don't like how it, makes, how it makes me feel. And that's what you should be thinking about is how you make me feel. So I, I see a lot of things that I disagree with in the media. I hear a lot of opinions. I, I go, eh, I, don't, I don't buy that. I don't agree with that. That's crazy talk. Or it's, a, it's just vulgar or it's stupid or just as I believe to be misinformed and of course, everybody does. You, you just you can consume whatever you want. Well, unless the government says that you can't consume it. If it's information, even you're not allowed to consume certain information. So, what is freedom of speech for, by the way? So, this Andrew Tate. He he basically just says that women are are um, more able to navigate the dating world. Relationships come easier to women than to men. And he says what I've heard him say more than once, probably the only thing I've heard him say more than once is how uh, people don't really understand, especially women don't understand how truly, truly lonely adult males are, how truly lonely they are um, because they feel unnecessary to anyone. They don't feel like they're necessary or needed anywhere, especially at midlife. You become unnecessary. You know, it's part of the emptiness syndrome, all that. But even if you don't have kids, that's, that's where you, re you reach a point at midlife. It's like, wait a minute, nobody wants to reproduce with me. 
anymore? What value do I have? It's, it's that primal. You know, it's that deep. So, and, you know, when you're, if you're a female, you can get on a dating app and go out with someone tonight and anything you want to happen will happen. You can do anything, you can do anything, you can just go, there's him tonight and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because I want to and he will. He will. Because, you know, most guys will. Like, oh God, somebody likes me, wow. <gasps> I was like that. I've been in the dating world. I did it for a year and a half. Uh, the apps, the whole thing, I've done it all. I've done all that. Uh, you don't want to be in there, trust me. You think you do. Well, I need to learn those lessons and I need to experience those experiences to be a better, bigger, more magnificent, evolved human being. No, you don't. It's going to rip you to shreds. They will rip you to shreds. I don't care what they say. I don't care what those profiles tell you they want or don't want. Their ethical non-monogamy and their openness and that and their, you know, casually looking for serious relationship and you know, I'm just sort of want to date and meet people and get to know people and different kinds of people. And I was in a long relationship or I was in a long marriage and I just, I'm out here, you know, I've been out here. I took two years off from dating and now I'm in a date. And now I'm ready to live my life. All this. No, no, no. If you meet somebody who is 50 and has their own money and their kids are gone, you're grown, um, no, I'm a single dad with three kids. And my youngest is nine. <laughs> uh, no. And I'm not even over six feet tall. Holy crap. Holy smokes. What? A, what? No, no. Just you, you click way down. You click way down. I understand. I understand. I'm just at a point now, though, where I'm, I'm kind of developing my own standards. Like... Uh, you have to be present. <laughs> you have to be present. But acts of love matter. I don't know about this Andrew Tate. I don't see, I'm not bothered by anything he says. He kind of speaks the truth. Truth hurts. Truth hurts. And it's his truth. He has experience. He has a, a world he's lived in. And he says, this is how it seemed to me. This has been my perception. My five senses have given me this information and this is how I've processed it based on my other experiences. This is how I see the world. And there's people say, no, you don't get to express that. You don't get to say that that's how you see things. Who the, who the hell is somebody to tell somebody else that? You don't get to say that because I might pass it. You know, I'm not going to listen to it, but I don't think you should be able to say it. I don't think you should be out there saying it to anybody. I don't think other people should have to hear that. And I don't think that you know, and then now you have people saying, well, it's disinformation or it's, a, you know, denialism <laughs> or, or whatever else. Everybody telling everybody what they can do, what they can't do. Everybody bossing everybody around. Nobody's a boss of me except like at work or something. But, you know, it's like what you want to express. But here, you know, I have experience in dating and, I, and it feels like men are coming from here and it feels like women are coming from here. And somebody goes, no, that's not true. No, you can't say that. Holy smokes. What is that? <laughs> it's America. Give everybody a break. Let them do what they want. Um, 
And they, I heard somebody ask, uh, there's this, there's this woman that does, uh, talks about relationships on Instagram. I, I, she has a podcast as well, yada, yada. So she was saying, she was asking some other, I don't know who he was. It was 20 seconds. <laughs> so, but she's like, what do you think this guy, Andrew Tate, is he like a, is it a net, is he bring a net positive or net negative? Like the energy he produces kind of like, what does he bring to the table? The guy's like, well, net positive, definitely. What's he say? He goes, men are weak and they need to, they need to work out. No wonder they feel like weaklings. It all starts with your body. You're experiencing all this through your body. And if you, if you feel like you have a weak, depleted body, you're going to feel like a weak, depleted person. And it's not like the catch all, like it doesn't fix everything. Oh, I got, started working out and my whole life changed instantly. No, but it's an aspect of it. It's one part of it. And this guy talks about grip strength. He says that, and I don't know what the numbers represent, pounds of pressure, I guess. But he said men in 1985 had a grip strength of 116. Women had a grip, grip strength of 79. Now men went from 116 to 96. Women went from 79 to 98. <laughs> so overall, overall in the population, like just barely more than half. <laughs> women have a stronger grip strength than men. Why is that? I don't know. I know more and more men, increasing numbers, are sitting around lonely at night. You know, they're, they're uh, Pornhub and video games. That's their life. It's less complicated. And they can just make money and move on and live at 85%. And women are out there doing triathlons. I dated one. Jesus. That was an intense human. Jesus. Like a corporate woman. Has her has a lot of money. Doesn't need to work, but does it. It's like that's her. You know, she goes all the way with everything. She's an Iron Man. She has a triathlon every three months. Every couple months, I think. So it's like intense. These people. They're doing CrossFit. Like the more physical things, I guess. I don't know. And men are sitting around playing video games. That's it. I mean, that's the way the, that's, you know, so many of the old stigmas that like people still complain about stuff. That I'm like, that's not the world I live in. This lack of equality everywhere and the, the mistreatment. And but I just don't, I, you don't see it. You don't see it. So that's why like, you know, somebody else, some female in, you know, Wisconsin or something, hearing Andrew Tate say something, wherever the heck he is. And he's sitting there in a podcast with like 10 chicks that look like, you know, from that appearance, you know, they're, they're all, they look like they're at the club. Everybody looks like they, they look like they're at a club. Everybody does. That's sitting there with them. So he's got all these women sitting there and like, he's just talking about men and women with them and his sunglasses and he, I, he's afraid of eye contact. So, I mean, he couldn't, he shouldn't. Meanwhile, the women seem to love him. <laughs> so are certain kind of women, the kind of women out there in the dating world, I guess, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're the ones on Tinder. I don't know. I've been on Tinder. I'm not crapping on that. I'm just saying, I'm, you know, things are what they are. Saying what it is isn't a judgment, and I'm permitted to do so. <laughs> so it's, you know, and you realize, you go, wait a second. I'm on the dating app. I'm doing this too. I'm in this world too. I'm the other half of this whole matrix, this whole thing. And so... You just realize you're just a bunch of desperate, needy people telling yourselves you're squared away and evolved. No. Everybody just wants to be loved. 
It's so hard to find. It's so hard to find. Romantic love, anyway. You know, you're lucky. You're really lucky. They say, you know, blood. You're really lucky if you get it from blood for too long. About 20 years. You're about 20 years of any, any relationship, it seems like. And then after that, it just sort of, I don't know, things fall apart. My ex-wife, I'm going to segue now. My ex-wife picked up my kids this morning, my co-parent. Um, and it was, it was an emotional parting. I've uh, lately, the last couple of weeks, in the last two weeks, I had a, a huge, massive shift at work, and there was a, it was traumatic the way it went down. Um, I want to move past it desperately. It's just now starting to do that, just now, like this morning, uh, with work and things. So, getting back into some stuff. And there's work, my kids, and my, my, romantic relationship if I have one which I don't right now really kind of it's weird so I'm clinging <laughs> but I have these three primary aspects of my life primary focuses of my life or parts of it the three primary parts and the relationship the kids and the work and they're all very very you know which are important and it was emotional, and they're, they're all works kind of getting better now. My relationship is in limbo, and my kids are going away for a week again to their moms. And uh, so loneliness and you know, all that. You just got to deal, right? It's not going to stop. You, just, you learn to deal with it or you suffer through it. And I came upstairs, and I looked at the clock, and it's 6.56. And I look, at the, I look up the meaning of 6.56, and a bing search and it says angel number 656 656 is also known or excuse me is known as the angel number and it's a very powerful number it's made of the energies of the numbers five and six which represent new beginnings and positive change the number six also signifies here love family and home and there was two sixes love family and home so I felt as if I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and feeling exactly what I should feel in order to move on to the next stage in my journey. So I guess that's it. 15 more minutes of babble. I love the people that are listening to this and I hope that you're well. And may you be healthy and may you be happy and may you be loved.